This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Dice Man, Jeff Trenopal. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the 2 0 Bearcats and home of the 1 0 Bengals. And by the way, Jamar Chase can catch the damn ball, so shut up. Now, if you found the show, do me a favor. Hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,360 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And I'm doing a thing on Mondays now after the game. Exclusively on Facebook. Not on the Strawberry Ice page, but it's in uh, Houday Nation. So what's up, Houday Nation? If you guys have not 
subscribe to my show. Same with your follow on Twitter. Do me a favor, go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription, hit the bell for notification, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube channel, we're doing Super Chats. So if you want to support what I'm doing, please give me a Super Chat. I would greatly appreciate it. Now I'm coming to you live from the Ice, ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. I don't know about you guys, but that was an awesome football weekend for Cincinnati. I know Ohio State lost. Sorry. Sorry, Jeremy. If you're watching, my condolences, brother. I know. He was he was going nuts and was very, very upset that his Ohio State Buckeyes lost to Oregon. But my Bearcats, yeah, it's Murray State. I don't care. We're going to the Big 12. We beat Murray State 42-7. to Now. I got to give a shout out to the Republic of Cincinnati. It's a great tailgate there uh, at uh, on Nipper, uh, campus of Nipper. They tweeted out Saturday, like right at kickoff, said, hey, I got, we got extra tickets. And I went to go DM your e- email address. I'm like, all right. So I tried it, and I got two free tickets, which was great. So me and Mrs. Ice got to go to the game. We sat there in the north end zone, had a blast. Now, before I got there, the Bearcats were not playing that good. Um, I kind of think maybe Miami – game where Miami really didn't try probably didn't help them thinking that Murray State was going to roll over well Murray State didn't but as soon as I got there they started playing better so maybe I'm a good luck charm maybe I'm not I don't know either way second half was a lot better and like I said they won 42 to 7 now we got a big week for the Bearcats this week is Indiana need to win this game and I have to bring this up there's a guy in the stands when Notre Dame was losing I'm like, no, I want Notre Dame to win because I want them undefeated for when we beat them. And this guy looks at me and goes, it ain't going to matter, bro. I'm like, it does matter, bro, because even if we don't get in the Final Four, if we're undefeated, we get a better shot at a better bowl game. So, yes, it matters. <laughs> and if we're undefeated, Kirk Herbstreit says they're going to put us in. But we'll see what happens. But let's get to the Bengals. I had a great day Sunday. Started out at Longworth Hall. Started on the jackpot Joey Burrow uh, tailgate, then headed down to Bengals Bomb Squad. Had a great time hanging out with Cap and uh, uh, Houday Baby and Hubei, which Cap will be on here in a little bit. Then we had, had, headed all over to uh, Bengal Gyms, hung out there for a little while, then walked into the stadium, had a great time. We went in early, cheered the guys on. It was awesome. Thursday night's game is not sold out yet. Are you freaking kidding me? It's the Ring of Honor game. The 81 Super Bowl team is going to be there. This is the thing we all been crying about. We want the Ring of Honor. We want this. Sell the game out. Go buy tickets. It's an absolute blast. And you hang out with me and Cap. Anyway, speaking of Cap, let me bring him in here. Cap, what's going on, brother? Who day? Who day, baby? Who day? You have to excuse the voice. I may, if I get excited, I may lose it again. But uh, welcome. Happy one day. One day. Hey, one thing I, I got I got to say, though, oh, real quick. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. No drops. I called it. Who, who, who said he can't catch? Uh, who, who was that? Who, who was saying he can't haters. catch? Haters. Haters. Jealous hey. fans. Haters. Jealous. Steelers fans like Mike Florio who kissed my ass. I wish I only wish he could. I'll tell to his, his face. 
Kiss my ass. Exactly, dude. I, I, dude, I was going nuts. I was hugging people. I'm, I'm going around going. I told you Chase could catch. I told you. I was. Uh, I knew you could see it me. Was, back it it you. was such a stupid, stupid thing for people to get upset about. The, the man's caught how many footballs in his life. He just right. forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If he had a problem with his hands, if he had stone hands, he'd be playing corner. Right. You know, no, no offense to defensive backs out there, but you know, if you could catch better, you'd be playing wide receiver. Exactly. The man didn't suddenly forget how to catch. He admitted it was concentration. He's got it back. <laughs> well, this effortless. Is, this is what I love, and I played this at the beginning, very, very beginning of the show. If you guys did, if you missed it, but this, I love this from Joe Burrow. I got to play this again. Nope, hold on. Let me try to get in here. There it is. I thought he was dropping everything. <laughs> I love, I love Boom. what a smart ass he is. I love <laughs> it. That was awesome. I thought he was dropping everything. I'm like, dude, that is so cool. Oh, my goodness. But it was – I mean, I got to admit, I, I was nervous. I mean, I, we had the lead, and everybody's freaking out about Zach going forward on that fourth down. But I'm like, if he gets that fourth down, the game's over. So, But that's Zach Taylor. I mean, he's done that for the two previous years. I I, I tried to find the percentage of how many times he's went for of fourth down in his coaching career but i know it's a lot and how many it's times are the marvin yeah I was, I how many times the 30 yard line yeah. but you know what he placed his faith in those players and those players know that they the, the offense appreciated apparently defense not so much but <laughs> you know what i don't know that we'll see another 30 yard line you know our territory uh going forward on fourth but uh, he's going to continue to be aggressive. There's no doubt. And I love it. You know what? Because if if we're going to be out there, if we're going to – I'm sorry, but unzip and throw it on the desk for everybody to see, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> that We are going to be that team from now on. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, I guess, how many times do we complain about, you know, uh, uh, that Marvel would never go for it? You know, he would never – I mean, it would drive all of us nuts. Now, somebody made a point – Earlier today on the radio, I can't remember who it was, but it's like you can't be upset with the guy who is doing what everybody wanted him to do. You know, everybody wanted Marvin to always go for it. Now we had the coach that goes for it. Now you're pissed off that he went for it. I'm like, you can't have it both ways. And I think I know, I know for a fact. I've seen fans say on our side of the field, we need to go for it. It's only one yard. I have seen it, and then suddenly they disappear. Like, no, 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 no. Okay, just because put your bias against Zach aside and just appreciate the fact that we are aggressive and we've got the talent to pull it off. Now the execution needs to improve and they know that, but you know what? First game, even bigger, we overcame it. Yes. I don't care who thinks it's a mistake. All these people, I I don't know it. I heard, I heard whispers all around me. Oh, here we go. Here we Mm -hmm. go. I'm like, no, I sat there and I realized my thoughts have no bearing on what goes down on the field. I'm not superstitious. All I know is I've got to yell on defense. And, and when it got hard, when it was hot, when we're tired, and fourth quarter, I'm still yelling. Nothing I think has anything to do with what happens on the field. But I was making sure in my head, I'm like, this is a new team. That doesn't matter. I don't care if they tie it. We are going to win this game. And I guarantee Joe Burrow pulled that huddle together. It's like, hey, we're going to march down. McPherson's going to kick it for the win. Well, the thing is, too, on that, on that, the, the fourth down that everybody's upset about, if Mixon doesn't slip, 
I think he gets it. <laughs> if you if you look at the replay, he saw, and the thing is, I'll put it this way. I kind of brought this up on Friday's show that I think one of the keys to the Bengals winning this year is obviously overcoming the 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 deficits and making the winning plays. And that's what they did. The defense yeah. got the turnover. Burrow got the pass to CJ Zama. And Kev Evan Kick Fearson drilled that thing. That's oh, yeah. winning plays. That's what we want. That, those are steps forward in the right direction. You know what? Great teams win ugly. Yeah. And I don't care. Hey, we. I'm sorry, Vikings fans. We dominated that game. Mm-hmm. We were the better team. You and, take well, away they, a few lapses of judgment. Yeah. That's the only reason they were in it. We should have won by two to three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, if we if we don't make or if they if we don't give them the ball there on that fourth down and we got stopped, the game's over. I mean, we, we hit that fourth down. It's over. You know, yep. scoring our touchdown. It's it's over. And that's the thing. And I like that. I want to go for the jugular. I want to stomp them into the ground, you know, when you have a chance. I don't want to go, oh, let's just punt, you know, let's play defense and let's see. No, go kick their ass. That's that, to me, that's that's winning football. That's what you want to have happen. Absolutely. Who day? Who day, baby. All right, let's get into uh, some of the things that Zach said today. And um, now Trey Waynes, he said, is probably not expected to play. Uh, next week, so Eli Apple will be back in again, and Joe Burrow is fine. I mean, my dad was freaking out when Joe went limping to the sidelines, and he said later on he said he kind of tweaked his ankle, but he's fine, and there's no limits or restrictions on him for practicing this week. So because he was like, "What's he doing over there?" I said, "I don't know. I can't see him." <laughs> like I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't see him limp off. I mean, did you see that part? No. I you know I'm paying attention to so many other things. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll watch again, and I always re-watch uh, the games that we're at just because, yeah, it's great being there. There is nothing better in my life than being there as opposed to watching on TV and just oh, yeah. just being around all the excitement. But you do miss. You do miss some stuff. Yeah, you miss some stuff. I mean, the funny thing is, like, the guy who sits behind me, which I, I, <laughs> I can't remember his name, but he, uh, he uh, tweeted me out an Orange Arrow. He's like, yeah, he's like, I can't remember it was the – it was the uh, – I think it was a chase touchdown. I ran over and I just gave him an orange air, a big hug. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, and that's, dude, that, that's what's cool. And the thing is, I have to tell you this, and this is kind of the way I feel today. It's, you know, for months and months and months, and, you know, we've been fighting the national narrative, fighting back on what they're saying. And I kept seeing this chip keeps getting bigger, which the chip's still there, but I kind of feel like this. <sighs> I told you. <laughs> I told yep. you. Yeah, it's kind of like this is what we've been talking about. I mean, I said it. I I said it uh, during the game. I'm like, this is exactly the team that I knew they could be. It's the exact team that I the the reason behind me saying if they're relatively healthy, we're winning ten games, and we saw it. Minnesota's a good team. I I see Minnesota making the playoffs. Yeah, I I said that. I mean, we're going to get to Mike Zimmer defense. I mean, it's no joke. And I know they had the offensive line gave up five sacks, but again. It's a Mike Zimmer defense. Yeah, I mean, it's a good defense, and he's not. I know it wasn't that good last year, but Mike Zimmer ain't gonna let his defense be bad for two years in a row. So, right, I, I, I'm, I'm not okay with it. They gotta tighten it up, and they even Joe said that they gotta work on stuff and get better. But yep. let's get to Jamar here, and I can't stop talking about him. But he had a uh, made a Bengal rookie record: five receptions, 101 yards, 
20.2 yards average, and his longest was that 50-yard bomb, and that was beautiful. Dude, it looks just like the stuff they did at LSU. This, I mean, somebody tweeted that where they, they had Joe Burrow and LSU, and then it faded yeah. into Jamar Chase one. Yeah. Oh, that who did it? Okay. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, it's such a great cutout. But, dude, I mean, that was in our end zone. Yes, I know. Right, right at us. You know, it's funny because I threw, you know, and I, I wish somebody had a video because I, I'm looking at it and, and he was alone on an island. I'm like, this corner is about to get torched. So I'm looking out there. I, I turned to Hubei and I'm like, Uno, Uno right here. <laughs> yep, yep, and yep. Joe, I don't remember Joe looking any other direction. He just waited for the moment and launched it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This is it. And then sure enough, we lost our minds. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, and it couldn't oh, happen to a better guy for everything he's had to deal with this offseason. Uh-huh. You know, welcome to Cincinnati. That's what we do on right. a daily basis. Year to year, we have to put up with the shit. So, yep. Exactly. Yep. So, apparently, uh, I got to put this up here because, well, like I said, we go in there early. But uh, I guess uh, Crip saw you guys, uh, you and Hubei dancing in the, in the stands <laughs> in the free game. Free game. Oh, my yeah. God. See? I can't, I can't tell where the cameras. Are. I'm not paying attention, like pregame, right? And uh, they they got me. I didn't see that. Uh, appreciate the uh, the shout out. You know that the stuff. I can find the stuff in game, but uh, hey, I tell you what. You know to show nieces, nephews, kids, grandkids, whatever. One day, if you catch me pregame, they usually won't show it on like Game Pass. Shoot me a tweet. I, I always appreciate people catching that stuff. Uh, me being an idiot. <laughs> yeah, we got on the uh, we got on the jumbo truck because I was down by it for like you know the pregame stuff, and then everybody actually showed up to with the like, best shirt I've ever seen. Oh that's, yeah, yeah, that's what everybody needs to wear for the Ring of Honor game, thirteen and fourteen. I love yep. it. Yeah, I'll be I'll be wearing it, which I told LFG I'd wear. Which LFG I'm wearing your shirt now. I said I was going to wear it to the next home game, but I got to wear my Ken Anderson. I said I got a shirt I made. It says "Put the Kens in thirteen and 14. So I gotta wear that to the Ring of Honor game. So, but yeah, I, and I think everybody. First of all, we gotta sell the game out, and but everybody needs to have. I don't care which number you have, thirteen or fourteen. You have both. I don't care. You gotta have those shirts on, you know, and and just celebrate because we get to celebrate those two guys for ourselves. Screw yep. the Hall of Fame, you know. Hopefully they'll get in, but that night we get to celebrate them. We get to celebrate our Bengals and our great Bengals. And it's going to be a blast. I can't wait to go. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm so fired up. I got you know, two weeks. I can't wait. To- the, the announcers shouted us out. They, you know, they, they talked about the crowd noise and the effect on the game. We, we did it. You know, we've got to make them take notice of us again. Hey, shout out, hey you're welcome. I'm glad Gino. you enjoyed the game. <laughs> um, we, we've, we've got to make them take notice again. This Ring of Honor game. If we can fill the stands with 13s and 14s, and I'm mm-hmm. telling you, take a white T-shirt, take an orange T-shirt, um, go to Joanne Fabric, Michaels, whatever, black fabric markers are like two bucks. Yeah. I don't care if it's by hand, just a giant 13 or 14 yep. so that when the cameras pan around, they're like, wait a minute. Maybe if they don't always get it, they don't always get the information. But when they notice 13 and 14, everyone's wearing either 13 or 14, mm-hmm. they're going to talk about it. And that's going to give them the opportunity to talk about why Ken Riley and Ken Anderson should have been in the Pro Football Hall of Fame a long time ago. And it is not a Hall of Fame until they're in. 
Exactly. And the other thing, too, is you can throw 71 in there, too, because that's because Willie's the oh. next guy up. Which, yeah, so, he's, so we, we're, we're absolutely got to fight for Willie Anderson. He's, yeah, we, we, we need to fight for him now. So yes, he gets to absolutely. People, he, he, he's the one, the one that's going in next year. Absolutely. He, he deserves to be in there. So. Make a big push on social media. Keep that up. But uh, for this game, since we're honoring those two, let's exactly. see those in the stands. Exactly. Uh, Crown wants to know, uh, one game ball, who are you giving it to? I'll, I'll let you go first. Oh, I know I'm boy. <laughs> You know, I mean, there are some dark horse type of uh, game ball. I mean, I'd love to just say Evan McPherson <laughs> just to rid us of that 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 mojo that mm -hmm. you know me. I'm positive every every yeah. time that uh, Randy uh, went to kick, uh, my arms are in the air. Yeah. I'm like, he's gonna make it, and then son of a gun, <laughs> if yeah. the game's on the line, he misses it. Yeah, like oh. You you're killing me. Like I, I'm not going to defend that, but right. it's it's making it really hard to root for the guy, even though it, by the end of the year his numbers look pretty good. But every time we need it the most, it's horrible. Mac, who mf and day absolutely. <laughs> um, you know I could give it to him, give it to to Burrow for for the comeback. I mean he got it out. He took some hits. He got roughed mm -hmm. up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know he he missed wide open Mike Thomas. You know, whether it was Mike not quite being in position or, you know, I think Burrow could have put that in a better spot, obviously. Um, Chase, you know, yeah. I, I hate to be a cop Rookie out. Record. Rookie again, record. Again, <laughs> he showed why he deserved to be that pick when we picked. Yeah, Royal Flush Terry said, BJ, uh, Jermaine Pratt. Yep. There, there are so many. Um, oh, man, Joe Mixon. The, the the comeback that everyone forgot about because he yep. missed so much time, his energy, mm -hmm. the, the, who he was pumping everybody up. He was begging for noise. Um, I'm going to give it to yeah. Joe. Yeah, Mixon, actually, Mixon had 29 attempts for 120. This is just rushing. 127 yards, 4.4 yards per carry. That's just rushing, and that's not even counting the, the, the coming out of the backfield, getting the passes. I mean, and, get, hey, I, I know the offensive line helped. But, mm -hmm. but there were some plays where I think they could have helped a little, little bit better than they yeah, did. Right. So the fact that he made people miss in the backfield, mm -hmm. you know, he he made more guys miss, and he's made in a long time. And I think he led the uh, uh, led that slate of games with the most uh, misses. I think he had eight. He made uh, eight eight guys miss. That's phenomenal. And and without that rushing attack, that game gets a lot harder. Oh, absolutely. I I, I said this. No matter what. The, the the Unos do or whatever or Ocho, whatever whatever Ace is calling the three wide receivers, whatever they do, it ain't gonna happen without Mixon. Mixon to me, Mixon is the key to this offense. He we, they got and that's one thing I do like too, is how balanced it was. And that's kind of what people ask me here, what do you think a Zach Taylor offense is gonna look like? And I kept referring back to the Tennessee Titans game last year. That was a very balanced game, and that's what I think think this was too. There actually there's a couple times I'm looking at my dad going. I wish he'd throw it because, <laughs> I mean. I thought the same thing. I was yeah. surprised they ran the ball that much. Now, I didn't mind it because he was getting some big chunks. Yes, exactly. Off guard. But I was really kind of surprised because it's it's uh, Royal Flush Terry. Trevor Lawrence won't stand a chance versus Tiger's Den or whatever the crazy is called. Hey, your your Tiger's Den is catching on. I love it. I got Dude, I, I, I'm going to try to make a sign. I'm going to try to get a big sign and get down there early again and put it, especially for um, – 
prime time Thursday, I'm gonna try to get a, a, a I don't know, a big bedroom sheet or something and paint it on there and put it down there. Hopefully they won't take it down. <laughs> See if I can get it on there. <laughs> I love it. I love the idea. But uh oh hell, what was I saying? Please. <laughs> uh talk about what Joe, Joe Mixon, I think. Oh, the, yeah, the the three yeah, three Migos. Three Migos, that's it. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, you know, the, as far as running the ball, it's like, you know what fans last year, you know, fans under Marvin were begging, like, why, why aren't we throwing the ball? We need to air it out. That's the right. league now, you know, why right. are we still running? And then we're throwing the ball like crazy. Like, Oh, why are we throwing the ball so much? We're going to get, I'm like, come on. Everybody just wants to complain <laughs> unless they're yes. now, heaven forbid they get their mm-hmm. head coach in or their whatever, then the dude will no, do no wrong. Right. You know, right. Hey, I'm sorry, but if we get anybody from head coach in Michigan in in Cincinnati, cut no, absolutely not. It's been brought up before. No, I don't want that pasty white, bare chested weirdo anywhere near my team. Sorry, Michigan fans, but no, the guy does not want anything. So you know what? We've got the energy, we've got the locker room, we've got the leaders, we we've got a close knit team. Uh, Anthony Long sounded like it was loudest it's ever been. Yes. Uh, somebody else said, and I, I wish I could remember, uh, it's the loudest. Oh, uh, Matt, M, and a bunch of numbers. Um, he said it's the loudest he's heard it since uh, 2015. I and absolutely agree. And it wasn't sold out. And unfortunately, there was a lot of Vikings fans there. I was sitting next to one. And they started what, – remember when they got the they, – they tied it up where they started doing the skull? And then we, and then, and then we, we got back <laughs> and we were like, who day? Who day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, there were a couple fans beside us and uh, – um, he was, he was nice enough, but he oh, was a little, fine. yeah, he, he was a little fine. annoying though. Yeah. And <laughs> I, was, I was, was coming back. <laughs> well, I talked to my wife and then he'd interject <sighs> with his Vikings take. Yeah. And I, I almost turned to him. Like, I, I really don't care. I really do not <laughs> give a F yeah. what you have to say about this game right now. In particular, it was, uh, uh, a penalty, but the pass was tipped. I'm like, Oh, that was tipped. He's like, yeah, but it was tipped, uh, after the penalty and i'm like okay i'm i'm not gonna call the jerk line on this guy <laughs> that's just abuse of yeah. the jerk line right. the dude shut right. up but so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so what, one of the bengals fans after that he he hey hey guys um how's it go what was it sco like i don't know how how do you yeah. oh yeah he was yeah. ripping him i'm like you know what i am not going to interject because <laughs> screw that guy right exactly I hear this. Justin says he said it's definitely the loudest he's heard since the wild card game. That that wild card, that that was that was when 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 uh, AJ caught the touchdown that I thought we were oh. going to win. Yeah, that's the loudest I've ever heard that stadium. Like I, mean, I felt it. Like two thousand. Yeah. Like, that's that's my gauge. When, when I feel yes. the noise, I'm like, okay, we're we're rocking. Um, same year, the Seattle game. Yeah, uh, that we came from behind. That was loud. I was impressed. Uh, that whole year, it seemed to be easier to get loud, but you're you're right. You know, we were not as close to selling out as I had hoped. No, and unfortunately, there are way too much purple there, yeah. and we still brought it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy on Twitter, you said it like it doesn't matter what we're going to do. We are going to bring that noise. Yes, and and we did. So that that's what we've got to keep on doing. But we absolutely have to sell out this next game. They've oh, earned it. Yeah, they've yes, they well, it. Not just not just for the not just for the team for Ken Riley, Ken Anderson. Sell yep. the thing out for them because, like I said, we've all been complaining and crying and won a Ring of Honor. We have one. Go to the game. 
You know, we've got one. We've got the ability to pack the entire stadium. Yes. I mean, think about the the chance for Ken. Yes, that we yes. can do. Just let let the the T. You know, they're going to show something. What? You know, if we have something at halftime, uh, obviously they're going to uh, cut the halftime, but they're going to roll. Yeah, they'll and show, they're the, show it when they come the back to the third yeah. quarter. Mm-hmm. And if the entire stadium is chanting Ken, Ken, mm-hmm. Ken, they're going to – yeah, we, we've got to have that. We Put need everybody in, in that stadium. In. Put yep. them in. You yeah. know? Just stuff like that. I mean, yep. Yeah, Put, so, yeah let's, let's get that started. Put Ken in, and yeah. that'll, be, that'll be both of them. And, and the thing is, you come down early, you can hang out with Bagel's captain and me, and you can go hang out with Jim, and we're kind of fun to hang Dude. out with. Everyone, I just want to say thank you. I, I, I've said it on Twitter, and, and I'm sure like 99% of people were down there had no idea that I said it. That's fine. But for everybody that showed up pregame, yeah. I have never seen that many people that early in that stadium hang out in the players, and I guarantee it made a difference. I oh, guarantee yeah. it. One day, we're going to just be like five, six rows deep yeah, everybody watching pregame, they're going to run back to the locker room and think, "Oh my, you guys need to go out there and holy see." We're have guys please, like half peeking out, like holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's gonna be. And the thing is, I gotta get my dad down there earlier when he goes to the games because I wanted to come in. Because by the time I got in there, the whole front row was filled up. Like, dang it! <laughs> like, so I had to kind of stand behind behind you guys for a little bit. Then finally, a couple people moved out. I was able to 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 move down to the front row, but. That's the thing, people. Like, go in, go tailgate, have fun, show up 45 minutes to an hour early, go in there and show these guys how much we appreciate it, how much how loud it's going to be. And it just gets them fired up. I mean, let's let's go to the comment here that uh oh, let me find here. I think Zach said, and I got it on Twitter from um oh wait, where's it at here? Too many things on my computer. Uh get off the hub. I know. <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> Where's that? Because you 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 retweeted it. Um. Oh yeah. Hey, here it is. Yeah. Kelsey uh, Conway. She's from the uh, Inquirer now. So Zach Taylor said the fans played a big role in the win yesterday. Our fans stepped up. It was great vibe and energy. And Joe Mixon. Even I was listening to him on uh, NFL Radio today. He was even saying how, how loud we were and how, and how much that helps. And you know, you see Mixon get into it. He loves that. Stuff. And, they, oh, yeah. and they couldn't have that last year. So it means even more to them this year. And Zach, I I, I don't know if you saw Zach coming off the field. but no, I didn't. I missed him. Ever ever since that Jets game. He's you know, pointing at I, you? Yeah. I, I've t- well, yeah, he came up today or uh, yesterday. He, he did. But, you know, ever since I've been yelling at him no matter what, you know, it's like, hey, we trust the process. We, we've, we've got to support the team. Keep your heads up. Let's get them next time. Everything's finally coming together. You know, the Jets game, you come up, give me a high five. And, you know, as a fan, one of the coolest moments, you know, being a fan, I've had, I don't know how many conversations with Marvin Lewis, but he'd never come up to me, you know, after a game. Right. And so sure enough, this win, you know, we all get an Evan chant. Evan. Evan. Yep. yep. I remember that. Zach comes over, locks eyes and points, and he – I mean, he looked like a fan. I can't tell you. I mean, he pointed like, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I missed that, up. man. How did I miss that? Oh, dude. Like, <laughs> I couldn't, I could light Marvin's 
shoes on fire and I wouldn't get that kind of reaction. <laughs> Zach was fine. I mean, his, he put so much into it. His face turned red. Yeah. I absolutely it, it, it used love. used to strawberry then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Strawberry <laughs> Zach. I don't know. <laughs> um, I absolutely love that for him, for what he's trying to build, uh, for the family. Like, you can tell he loves the city. He loves mm-hmm. the team. He wants to win. He wants to do it for his players and the fans. And you know what? He's he's bringing that energy. And we're all we're all going to feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. I am willing. It's sometimes in life, in business, little life advice. <laughs> let me let me sound old for a second. You know, it, you, you get angry and, and somebody's wronged you. Or you feel like you need something. Sometimes you've got to reach out and extend that olive branch. You shouldn't have to. We all know we shouldn't have to. It's not right. But sometimes if you do that, if you take your ego down a peg and you reach across that aisle, yeah. you get even more in return. So exactly. for, you know, for the fans who are just bitter or scared or anxious or whatever, it's like, you know what? We showed up to come that back. game. Just come back. We showed up. The, exactly. We showed mm-hmm. up the game. We were loud. Oh, yeah. Not everybody knew what we, what we had to expect. That first uh, couple of drives were pretty lame. I'm yeah, like, oh, man. We're still loud, though. This is not the game I thought it was going to be. Right. Like, uh, But we, we, we still we kept the energy, and they responded. We helped them out. They lifted themselves up. We helped them out. We were a big part of that win. Now, in turn, they're going to do better. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to get louder, and then exactly. they're going to do even better, and then we're going to get louder. Woo! And then we're going to the playoffs. I'm talking about, baby. I'm fired up. Is it? Is it Woo! <laughs> <laughs> now I got to get this up. Rabbit said uh, he cannot wait for Thursday night game. It'll be his first in-person Bengals game ever. Awesome, Rabbit. Rabbit, please. Okay, gates open 1130. 1130. Gee, it's, uh, gates open uh, an hour and a half prior to kickoff get there come over to 158 156 anybody listening come over to 158 156 come see us i don't care if i get there fraction late and i've got to go in row 10 and watch everybody enjoy themselves in front of me it's not about me please rabbit come up come up introduce yourself say hi love to love to see you love to meet you royal flush terry you'll be there as well ca same to you Come 158, 156. Come where you know J- Joe Mixon dabbed me up pregame one time. I about died. Like, hey, you guys look familiar. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my, you See, know. Well, I, I have I had to tell everybody this too. Like, like I said, I went, went to the Bengals bomb squad and hung out with Cap for a little while. And then he's like, Hey, you want to go you go ahead to Bengal gyms? I said, Yeah, I'll walk over with you. The man can't walk two feet without going, Oh my god, it's Bengals captain. Oh my god. Oh, can I have your picture? I'm like. All right, well, I'll just keep standing here. And a couple people are like, oh, we know you too. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> now, I, I'm not shaking my head because I don't like it. Um, I, I appreciate anybody caring, but it, it's more that I, I, I don't see that. I don't, I don't feel that. Um, I will, st- anybody wants to stop me, I'm going to stop because, you know, guess what? I am, I am just this lame dude in a really hot, Right now, oh, probably my polyester suit <laughs> that anybody would care to to take time out and and want a picture with me. I, I just 
I'm amazed. So, you know, it's, it's thank you. Don't anybody don't freak out. You grab me, talk to me. Uh, I love meeting every, I've met probably a couple hundred people yeah. yesterday and uh, all just passionate Bengals fans talking about the team. I met so many great, great fans. Um, I, you know, you, you mentioned it. Wife thinks, thinks it's funny too. You know, the people that stopped. Uh, I think it's great. I just, I, the whole walk over, I just made funny the whole time. So I, I was entertaining myself. <laughs> I know. I know. I get that. I, I, I'll never get used to it. I, you know, I, well, I, I love dude, it. I, I, don't, I don't get, I mean, it's just starting to happen for me. And people are like, Iceman. I'm like, what? Oh, hey, you're talking to me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you'll, right. you'll, you'll get there. Yeah. And you'll, you'll never get you. You're that type of dude. You're a humble dude too. You know, you'll never get used to it. It's just, it's just funny. It's fun. But you know what? When I was a kid, I looked up to people like Hootay Baby. I, yeah. As an adult, I knew about Hootay Baby before I got to meet him. Right. And then we ended up at the same tailgate. Yep. So it's, you know, I've like, oh my God, this dude is awesome. Like, yeah. I want to be like that dude. And I couldn't. And I chose uh, the polar opposite of cool as far <laughs> as the costume. Well, He's this big badass. And I am, I'm the guy that you think, should we invite him to the party? Like, <laughs> Yeah, but well, he's gonna wear that stupid suit. Like, uh, <laughs> but we have to. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know who looks dumber, you or me. I got. I got the orange hair going, and I, dude, it cracks I think up. it's me because well, I like the Guy Fieri thing. <laughs> it makes me think of uh, Family Guy. No, uh, American Dad. The episode when you know. Yeah. He did the, yeah. The funny thing is, everybody asks me, they're like, "How long does he get to do that hair?" I'm like, "Oh." Not that long. <laughs> you know, like, it, it cracks me up. People think that's my actual hair. So I'm the guy with the orange spiked up hair and, and the uh, and the the uh, cape on. So yeah, hey, <laughs> the kid, the cape oh, yeah. is a, a lot cooler he, than the. I oh, missed yeah. this kid, the orange ranger. Who may tweeted that out? I, I missed him. That's awesome, though, dude. I first of all, like, I wish everybody would see it. I I hope the Bengals see it. Um. I, that, that's the first kid super fan. And I, and I use super fan uh, for like costumed yeah, yeah. You know, people who would embarrass themselves. New Stripe City in 158, is that? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just popped that up. You have to read New Stripe City Boys in 158. Hey, all right. Let's go. Get, get everybody packed in 158. But, uh, exactly. So, yeah, so costumed fans. That's the first kid I've seen. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And it was, it was perfect because I don't – well. It's been a while. My my son is twenty one now, and he was into Power Rangers. I don't remember them having an orange Power Ranger, but maybe they do. But that's they the, do. They do. Okay. Yep. They, I, I I didn't watch. I mean, I watched it with him, but that was I I didn't. I didn't at all. I don't have a kid, so. But <laughs> I did know. You know what? I called that out. You do, look at my tweets. I'm oh like, yeah. We need an orange Power Ranger, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there was some well, conversation about it. Somebody so said I, there was a, I had nothing to do with it though. The, but but dad put together the yeah. sweetest. I mean, there are a million ways to do it. And I was thinking a few ways. And I would I would have thought just a normal, you know, orange Power Ranger and then throw some stripes on the helmet. And he did that, but he did so much more. The, the oh, detail. Dude, it was legit. Oh. It, looked, it looked like what you're buying a store. I mean, yeah. He <laughs> was, was... did a great job. That that kid made our absolute day. I hope I, I wish the Bengals could find him. And like do something for him because right. you know what? That's where it all starts. Exactly. That yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be I'm gonna be old. I'm not, you know, the beard's gonna be gray. I'm not gonna be able to dance around like an idiot. You know, nobody's <laughs> gonna care about you'll still be trying though. Don't 80 lie. year old cap. <laughs> that kid is gonna run the show. Exactly. 
I put this up here from Chris. He said, took his friend to his first game and pointed out who you guys are. <laughs> He's going to start following you too. All right. That's cool. <laughs> I, you know, I, I Chris, uh, apologized to your friend ahead of time <laughs> about me. Strawberry Ice puts out great content. I go <laughs> off the rails sometimes. Um, there are references to my OnlyFans and some like spanking gifs and things like that. So, well, the, sp- the spanking one of the Vikings, I like that. That was good. I, I, I like, I, re- <laughs> hey, I re- re- tweeted that one. <laughs> I, I, uh, I had that queued up the night before. I'm like, you know what? Now, now it's a well, thing I have to do. I didn't want to jinx us. Well, you know, you know, you know, we did that, 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 that silly let's go. Right? I, I tweeted, oh, I tried to tweet it out before the game started, but there's so many people on, on Twitter. I couldn't get it out till afterwards. So that's the one where it was you, me and who and I'm screaming, let's go. So I couldn't get anything out on Twitter till like afterwards. Yeah. Uh, there were so many people on their phone there. I, I couldn't get it done. But, uh, arrow says here, he said there was a Bengals Batman kid and his dad dressed up and walked around with him. He was adorable. I I'd missed. I heard there was a Bengals Batman, but I didn't see him. I didn't leave my seats to be honest. Once I got in there, I like halftime. I was tired. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I like my my dad's like, you want a beer? Or you want a water? I was like both. <laughs> so he went and got got me a beer and a water. So, so you got a natty uh, natty light. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or some people call it a Bud Light. Whatever. That's you know. That's oh. my sister. My sister always like I love Bud Light. That's my beer. That's my beer. Yeah. Bud Light. My sister always makes fun of me. Call, calls it calls it water, but I care. <laughs> I like it. So after that, and then oh, I got to meet him. Shout out to Anthony Kazinza. I got to meet him in person for an Orange Black Insider podcast. He was down at a Bengal Gym's tailgate, and we're waiting on my wife to come pick us up. And he showed back up up again. It was him, his brother, and his nephew. Three great dudes. Those guys are awesome. And Anthony's like. What are you guys gonna do after this? I'm like, dude, I'm wore out. <laughs> I am literally wore out. I said, I don't even like normally I would try to walk so my wife doesn't have to pick me up. You know, we don't get out of that traffic jam. I said, I don't even want to walk anywhere. I'm just staying right here until she comes get me. I'm going home. And I literally took a nap. <laughs> I'm getting oh, yeah. old, dude. <laughs> I uh after this, I'm gonna hit the Peloton because you know what? You have to train for games like that. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. If you want to jump around like an idiot, most people oh. don't want to look like an idiot. But I don't mind. I, I'm an idiot. I'm good. If you want to jump around and scream and yell, like it, it you've got to be in shape. It that <laughs> hey, game round took, the shape. <laughs> that <laughs> game, seriously, fourth quarter. That, that you you saw us on the jumbotron. I think early fourth quarter, maybe. And I I just kind of smiled and like shook my head a little bit. I'm like, I am not wasting any energy <laughs> on a TV timeout because when they need us. I don't have a whole lot left, and you better <laughs> yeah. believe they needed us. Oh, I was, I'm like, this is where I lose my voice. This yeah. is where I sacrifice myself to the football gods. <laughs> Let's go. I'm surprised I, I have a voice still because, like I said, I was cheering at the Bearcat game Saturday, and then I went to the Bengals game on Sunday. So I woke up this morning, I'm kind of like this. Like, Hello, how are you? My voice is I, I recommend everybody, you know, chug a Gatorade pregame. Um pack some uh halls like some kind of throat lozenge you know i'll pop some during the game i always have uh, advil or something uh because all the yelling uh, exactly. i'll have a headache and about you know i'll refuel with some advil and some water at halftime and then i'm usually good for the second half so let's get to to and i called i tweeted this out the i call it the ballsy call of zach taylor right there on the to go for it and dude I, okay be honest 
I thought it was a first down anyway. I mean, the ball was right there on the tip of that of that uh, first down bar. I'm like, that's first down. I'm like, it looked like it was touching yeah. to me. It it looked like it was touching to me. I I'm I'm really shocked that they didn't call. It. Like, seriously, yeah. I, you know, like, so people Vikings fans are complaining about all the false starts and stuff. Like, you know what? Those are clear to see. Your team screwed up. Just own well, it. That's, that's because we were but allowed. I thought, and again. You know, we're in the stands. Some, you know, people watching can can tweet you and, and figure that out. But I thought that uh, we should have seen some intentional grounding on the one. He he oh, chucked yeah. that ball Who's he so to? far out yeah. of bounds. I don't care if there was a receiver in line. It, he could have caught it. It was 10 feet over his head. <laughs> and it didn't, based on the one replay we got to see, it did not get past the line of scrimmage. So he's yeah. within the tackle box. It didn't get past the line of scrimmage. Nobody even paused. Now, okay, the referees did talk about it, but normally if they're talking about that, oh, Anthony Long says the, the ball was touching on TV. That's what it looked like. I saw the replays later on that night. I'm like, dude, that was a first down. Like, usually that close, it is a first down. It, it's, I mean, it was like on TV, they said it was centimeters. That's what me and my dad were talking about. Like, it's freaking centimeters away. But, I mean, just to make that play, and the cool thing about that play, because CJ, uh, ooh, Zama and Joe Burrow were talking about it. They messed that play up in practice. They ran it again because Burrow's like, no, no, we're doing it perfect. We're doing it perfect. And it still didn't go perfect. There was some stuff going on in the backfield that didn't work out the way they wanted to. But that dime, Joey was oh. dropping dimes right to CJ. It was beautiful. I, you know, I, I love it. And that, that, that was Joe's call. But People that, you know, there was a little bit of a debate between, was it Zach, was it Joe? It was Joe's call. Zach gave him the ability to call that play. Yes. Joe does not have an entire playbook that he can just open up and call anything he wants any given time. There are certain times head coaches, and, and Marvin taught me that, there's certain times head coaches will restrict or open up or whatever, and I'll never forget uh, the Denver game, uh, end of the half against Denver. Jeremy Hill got stuffed right side, yeah. and that was Marvin Lewis saying, give me a run. Mm -hmm. And then Marvin went over to Hugh and said, you know what? Run that same play. Give me that again, and this time execute. Right. And they did, and it sprung him for a 60-some-odd-yard touchdown. That happened. So Zach gave him that ability. And then he trusted his QB to make the right choice. Joe saw what he needed to see. Now, we in the stands, <clears throat> I'm thinking, sweet, QB sneak, piece of cake. We got this. We'll march on. They snapped the ball. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, couldn't have been too completely different. I couldn't believe it. For, for a second, I'm like, I'm dead. My, I, this is where I die. No one's going to go to another game for the rest of the year. This sucks. Just a split second to, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. That well, I, 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 I want to I cap capitalize what you were saying about uh, Zach Taylor. And this is why I like, this is what happens when you have a quarterback like Jackpot Joey Burrow. You could put the ball, put the game in his hands, knowing he's going to make the right check down. Zach has that confidence in Burrow. Burrow obviously has that confidence in himself. The whole team does. And that's the difference. And that's why I keep saying we have a chance to go 11-6. We have a quality. I mean, Joe Burrow, by the end of this year, 
I think he's gonna be a top five quarterback. I really do. I think yeah. he's gonna be considered considered that that high. So uh, that's that's shows a lot right there. And I hold on, I'll get to this real quick. Keith wants to know how did uh uh oh he's leaving. He said how did Chase do? Chase, I said this before. He had five receptions, 101 yards uh, with a 20.2 average, and he had a, a longest one of 50 yards, and he broke a Bengals rookie record. So pretty good. Chase and, uh, was as advertised. Yeah, exactly. He did. He did awesome. But get back to what I was saying, and that's that's the point where that gets me so excited. And like, I was excited about. I love the teams with Andy Dalton. All good. Those guys will always have a, a special place in my heart because you know we went to five straight playoffs. No, we didn't win a game, but what, that's a long, the best winning period we've had in our our franchise's history. Joe Burrow is different. You know that play right there shows you that he can make the winning plays. I mean, hell, last year, remember, the first uh, game against the Chargers, he drove them down for a – could have been a winning touchdown. Should and the other been. cool thing is, that's the first win we've had on opening day since 2017, I think it was. Yeah, he, he he's a dude. I mean, I – personally, I would have went for the guarantee. The, uh, give, me, give me the quarterback sneak. Give me the, the, the inch. F you refs right. and march down the field. The the fact because anything could happen. I mean, he knows the offensive line that he's in front of. And granted, and look, let's give it to it, them. They they played pretty good too. Absolutely. They, they, I saw some a little bit of confusion. You know, the one uh, I, I can't well, remember. Play, if, uh, yeah, Jake, Jake Lisko was talking about uh, the, P. The Ryan. Very first- very first sack, I think Spain, the blitz around the middle, I think Spain missed, missed, I think it was Spain, or or Mixon. That's one thing Mixon did a couple of times. Yeah, well, he's got to pick up the block more. Look look up, look up, take Lisko. Uh, I think he he had one on uh, Pirine, one on Mixon, one on Sample. Yeah, those three, and then the two on Trey Hopkins. Yeah. So, and the one I'm like, man, if if Pirine would have just even got contact, I mean, it was it was rough mm-hmm. um, that he would have been fine. But they 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 can improve, they can get better, especially Trey. That that was a game, you know, first game back from injury. Hopefully, this next one he'll, you know, just one game to get the the rust off. Uh, they they did they did pretty well. But knowing how some of those blitzes were handled, or it could have went bad. Joe, mm-hmm. Joe doesn't care. He knew he could play. Hey, I'm not a QB. I'm not an NFL QB. I've not, you know, but still, you know, flag football, there, there are those throws where I get nervous. I'm like, shit, I don't know if I can make the throw. <laughs> you know, it. yeah, exactly. Like, uh, he's open, but what if I miss it? You know, just right. split second. Work. Joe's not wired like that. He right. knows he's going to hit any gr- blade of grass, artificial turf, on yeah. that field. At any point in time, maybe except the Mike, Mike Thomas one, but you know, whatever. <laughs> first game, yeah. first game back from injury too. Yeah, it's so, yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing. And that is the type of killer instinct that I get. We might not deserve to have right now after the couple of years we've had. They don't care. They're shifting into that gear right now. They're skipping some gears. We're going straight to playoffs. Done. Exactly. Let's let's talk about next. We got the Bears coming up, and so Jeff Holmes says, "I see we're three point underdogs at Chicago next week. Let the critics keep doubting us; they'll start believing us soon enough." Yeah, and and to be honest, the Bears' defense didn't look that good last night. I mean, I know I think I'm not saying that 
our offense is clicking as good as the Rams are because their offense was clicking pretty good last night. But that's the potential I think this offense has to get to. And I I, I said to win. I, I think we're gonna be we're gonna be two and or three and going into the Jacksonville game. I think I think we got a shot at winning because I mean you got Andy Dalton played pretty good last night, but I, I agree. Let, let him keep doubting us. I, I think we're gonna, we're gonna prove wrong. We we're a good team right now to play with a chip on our shoulder. That chip's gonna grow. I'm I'm all for it. Exactly, and and it just that's what's so much fun about this. Finally, I mean, because you know, you and me, you've been on Twitter longer than I have. I've been doing the show for two and a half years now, and that's why I just keep and everybody keeps. I got a friend of mine. He's like, "Why do you care what the national narrative is?" I was like, "Because it's not freaking true. <laughs> like, it's not it's true. It's not true, and it's not fair. And sadly, it. I, I feel like it reflects. I'm not in Cincinnati yet. We're we're moving there." But I've always had that feel, you know, hardworking Midwest. There is so much to offer. The city's got so many amazing things from places to visit, to, to see, to things to eat, things to do. And, and everybody wants to trash it and say this or that without having stepped foot. The, the one idiot uh, saying, you know, we were what? The, the worst? Oh, we're still getting? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, are he's you? He's never been here. I'm like, you gotta are, be, you are you kidding, kidding me? me? <laughs> I've been to other cities to tailgate. Yeah. And we're right up there with some yeah. of the, the, the most storied franchises in the league. Go look at Longworth Hall. <laughs> that yeah. thing was packed. Yeah, you and, and the perfect route for anybody that, that, that goes, get there early, you know, get there at 9 a.m. on a 1 p.m. game. Yep. Start at Longworth Hall. Yep. Walk your way over to Lot 1. Hang out with the Bengal Bomb Squad. Walk over to Lot E. You've got the Twins. you got Jim's uh, mm-hmm. amazing tailgate. And then all you have to do is walk up the ramp you're right and you're there. right there at 158, that's, that's ready to walk in and watch pregame and yep. chat it up with Mixon. This, you can't, I don't know another stadium that's got that layout where you can just flow and see it all. Oh, it's perfect. And th- th- dude, that's my walk every Sunday. I start at Longworth Hall and I go, I start at Jackpot Joey's tailgate, then I head down to the bomb squad, then I head over to the gyms and I head into the stadium. It's perfect. I mean, it's, it's awesome. So it, it, it reflects, against us against you know the the team same the team's never gotten the respect from the national media everybody wants to talk you know what i'm taking a personal because guess what i i can't tell you how many times in my life i've been counted out people <laughs> said stuff about me i'm the underdog i'm not gonna make it you know uh, least likely to succeed whatever guess what proving everybody wrong you're proving exactly. everybody wrong we're all proving everybody wrong especially about this football team this year Exactly. Now let's talk about the defense here. We haven't got to talk about th- them very much, but I think I gotta give Lou. I, now I'm just calling him Lou right now. I'm not gonna say the other word. Oh, he's Lou. We'll just go with Lou. Um, but they uh, see had a turnover. Um, they sacked him three times and eight quarterback hits. That's pretty good. I mean, I I, I think that's better than pretty much any defensive <laughs> game we had at all last year. So I, they- I'm pretty happy with that were swarming mm-hmm. to the ball. There, I think there was only one play, and I, I can't remember who, who the tackler was, but, you know, it was just a, a quick dump over the middle and it immediately went to trying to strip the ball. Like, no, 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 no. At that point, you're, it's too late. You're, you're, you're late. Just get them down. You know, and the, the, the runner carries for another two, three yards as a guy. But the fumble at the end oh, was, was perfect because you got one person – you know, I th- what was it? Was it Bates uh, Bates, tackling yeah. and Pratt yeah. then yep. pulling? 
that is the the awareness that 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 instinct that that's what we're going to be that's what we're going to do and i kept seeing it mm-hmm. the whole time somebody saw that ball free and just jumped yep like i've never seen them react that quickly we've got some stuff we got to clean up absolutely but uh, the pressure off the edge um man they were abusing some of those offensive linemen oh yeah uh, i know i mean heck even uh what trey uh Trey Hendrickson had uh 75 almost uh pass rush grade from from Pro Football Focus. You know, that was phenomenal. BJ Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, now, I, yeah, I wanted to bring him up. What a hell of a trade. I mean, I know it's only one game, but what a hell of a trade right there. Duke, Duke, everybody's gotta give it up to Duke. I think he hit it out of the park with the last two drafts. And that trade right there, I think he hit it out of the park right right there. Cause the thing is, we didn't have a backup really for for Larry Ogunjobi. We do now, and he's, he can play right next to him, too. So, yeah, that was that was a, a, a very good pickup, I think. And, uh, hey, I'll, I'll give it up. I know uh, Jake Lisko, it's always been his guy, but Josh Tupo, he had a uh, almost 80 pass rush grade, 14, uh, 14 snaps pass, pa- pass rush. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show you what we missed with him, you know, deciding to to take that uh, COVID year and, and – and, not get involved with that mess. <laughs> right. And then Mike Hilton, of course, mm-hmm. as advertised, 87.5 yep. pass rush grade. Absolutely phenomenal. <coughs> I'm going <laughs> to lose my voice. Yeah, you are. Yeah, dude, we only have to talk an hour already. Okay, Stuart says oh, yeah. here, he goes, uh, I was at a bar next to a Vikings fan. Dude was angry. <laughs> oh, you will see angry. Search Twitter for the keywords Vikings and refs. Oh my God! The thing is, they kept the guy next to me going. They can't be false starting that much. I'm like, dude, you hear how loud this place is? It's because of us. Because I think Burrow even said this in the uh, post game show yesterday that they weren't doing you know silent counts at first. They were trying to 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 yell out the 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 the, the counts and they couldn't hear it. I mean, that, and that's and even like I said, Zachy, we gave us credit for that for the the start that we we gave them. I mean, he had they had what uh, one guy I think he had three. Consecutive false starts, I think, or not three consecutive, but but the three yeah. of false starts were his. <laughs> and and the thing about that, false starts are easy. You know, I, I'm not worried if I hear my team get false start. I'm not even bothering looking because it's so easy to see. Yeah, if you false start, you false start. It's the holds that drive me nuts that that don't get called yeah. or you know get called on us and you know things like that or the the blatant stuff. I feel like maybe somebody will prove me wrong, but the intentional grounding. But I didn't see, you know, they, they, they may have fell victim to the call on the field twice. Mm-hmm. The, the, they wanted that one touchdown. And granted, they scored the next play. But, yeah. you know, fans, Vikings fans were complaining that they lost a timeout on that. That could have, you know, could have, would have, should have, who knows. They fell the ball. Our defense was playing well. So our, I don't think that timeout. Defense, now, I want, I want to talk to that, about that fumble because thank God – that they called it a fumble on the play. The exactly. rest called it. You know, because I could see why, you know, the, the ball was moving. But I, but I think, I mean, I'll, it took me forever. And I, I had to turn around to the big screen behind us. The very last one, to me, it looked like yep. a good call. Look, the ball was coming out right before his butt hit. So I'm like, I said, that's ours. It, you, exactly. You, you nailed it. All of these replays, I'm like, there's not enough evidence. Right. There's not enough evidence. But I say that a little tentatively, like, please, God, don't screw us. There's not enough evidence. 
Right. And then that last one, I'm like, oh, no way. That's clear to me. Mm-hmm. That Paul last one's going to got me. touched. Yeah. Now, it was close enough, though. You're right. If they'd have ruled him down, we wouldn't have got it. We'd have been upset, but I'd have sat there. I'd have shaken my head like, you know what? I can't tell for sure. That's that's how we're – I mean, that, that, that's the thing, though. If they didn't call yep. it a, a fumble, that play was going to stand. However they called it, it was going to stand. I think it because it was too – close to tell i think but then again they didn't give us the first down when it looked like the ball was touching so i don't know you remember losing to the steelers andy dalton had a great first half we had a big lead uh to him and then near the end very end of the game fourth quarter we're driving we're trying to win it and was it boyd who fumbled oh um but anyway it was a similar play it was, I put that out of my out of my memory, but yeah, I, I do remember. It was about, yeah. really close, but to my recollection, which uh, orange sunglasses here, um, <laughs> he was not, or he was down, and then the ball came out, and the ball came out. Yes, that was. But boring. yeah, once again, their guys jumped on it. They all started celebrating. They all put. They sold it. Yep. yep. They called it all, that way on the field, and we lost. So guess what? Now we do it. Now it's in our favor. Finally, after all of these years, now it wasn't egregious. It's not like we stole one or the refs handed. You know, Vikings fans are bitter, real mad. We didn't <laughs> steal anything. Refs nope. weren't in anybody's pocket. Trust no, me. If you, if you think the refs are in the Bengals' pocket, you have not been watching football ever. Yeah, exactly. All right, Keith, take it easy. Thanks for watching the show, brother. He said, he's, he, I guess he's out of here, so I want to say goodbye to him. But I got to get up to this. Uh, it was Chris, I think it was. There's so many. I love you guys are blowing the chat up. I love it. There's so many comments. Yes. I Who see one in there about him wearing his Chase jersey. Where was it at? Yep. I wore my Chase jersey. Everyone was giving me high fives and treating there me like go. I was making plays. One guy hugged me, and uh, I told him I loved it too. Chris, Hi- Dude, Chris Hoskins right there with the perfect comment because yeah. – that is what I love the most about being in Paul Dude. Brown Stadium. If you're anywhere near me in 158, you're going to get a hug. Yeah. Oh, we were hugging. You <laughs> might accidentally get a kiss. I get caught up in my emotions and start kissing dudes. You know, <laughs> if, if we're winning, there is nothing. You will make friends. Sometimes some of the people I've met just randomly during a game day, I'm oh. friends with now. Yeah. A dude sits two rows behind me. He's got, got a – Honestly, better beard than mine. I'm brother from oh, another yeah. mother. Yeah. You know, I always, I always see him. I always say hi. It, it's family. You know, Jess. Uh, in in one of the interviews, uh, you know, we're we're family. We we take care of each other. Absolutely. And uh, as this team gets better and grows, and the team camaraderie improves, that fan camaraderie improves. Come out to the stadium. You will get, like Chris. People will will tell you you're the one making the plays on the field. They will hug you. <laughs> there is nothing I, like I hugs. I hug so many people. I, I like my dad was like, "Do you know that guy?" I said, no, I, <laughs> oh no, don't care. I, I can't remember. I don't even know. I don't even know his name. But it was at the end of the game, and he just kind of walked down the stairs, had his big smile. I'm like, "Come on!" And this big old, I'm like, "Girl, like let's go." Dude, that, like, that's you know that's no, what no. we got back that game. That's what we're going to have against Jacksonville. We're getting this back. Yeah, the yeah. rabbit. It's great stuff. Winning solves everything. Oh, it's yes, it's the cure all. Now, now we can't we can't 
take it for granted. Now, it's, now this was a tough game for the Bengals. It's not going to be easy for them to go into Chicago. You have to be real. About it. Chicago all. is a legit team. I mean, I kind of act. They're the same division as the Vikings. They're kind of the same type of team. You know, I mean, they they want to run the ball. They want to play defense, and they don't want their quarterback to you know, make a lot of decisions. That is if Andy Dalton's a quarterback, which I'm assuming he's going to be. So it's going to be kind of, I think, the same type of game plan. So, I mean, I do think the Bengals have a very good shot of going in there and winning, but it's not going to be easy. But our schedule is no joke. I mean, I know we got us 11-6, but our schedule is no joke. It is going to be very hard. But I like that because if we get through this first half and we're, I don't know, you know, got a, a above 500 record, we're gonna be. We're gonna go to the playoffs because the second half gets easier. Oh yeah, you, you see, you've got a hug offer from uh, Blackthorn. <laughs> I see that. Sure, I'll hug you, brother. <laughs> go, go, go show up to the tailgate. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a big old, big old bear hug. <laughs> All right, here. Uh, it's almost six thirty. I think I wanna. I think we're gonna roll on out of here. You got anything you wanna uh, leave everybody with, there, Cap? Before you go. You know what? A, a lot of it is stuff I've said. I've said on Twitter. I've said on this show. Um, I, I, I'm nobody. I'm just a fan. We're all just fans, but from, from this fan to you equal footing, thank you so much for coming out to the stadium. Thank you so much for being loud. Um, I, it's a different experience in that stadium when when people are quiet, when people don't feel like getting into it on, on, on defense. And I realized, you know, fourth quarter, Things were rough, and it was a little more quiet, and it, it was hard to dig deep. But when we really, really needed it, particular plays, third down, fourth down, everybody got up. Everybody got loud. I know everybody can't get loud. Honestly, if you go to a game and all you can do is hum, if we had 40,000 people humming. just humming, that would be louder than that stadium has ever been. The, the issue is – so many people won't, won't make a peep, clap, you know, anything that you can do. Guy in front of me had a cowbell, and I'm telling you, <laughs> I didn't think that was loud, but. Um, I'm telling I, you, if if you're down by us, you can't help but be loud. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 158, it just, it's infectious. But thank you so much for, you know, you, you trusted the team. You, you put your faith in the hype. Uh, you put your faith in what uh, Elizabeth Blackburn is trying to put together, you know, you, you extended that olive branch when so many years there were things that didn't go our way. Everybody took that step forward and embraced it and, and everybody's going all in. And that's what we've got. That's, that's what we see on the field. We affected that game. If we were not that loud, even the people at home, if you didn't have that energy this year to share your favorite stories Everybody creating stuff, you know, funny tweets that go viral, whatever you can to, to create, you know, share your passion about the team. If we didn't have that, we wouldn't have won that game. I guarantee we would not have won that game with the talent on the field. And there's a lot of talent on that field. We're going to get better. The Bengals as a team, the players are going to get better. We as fans are going to get better. Keep going. Keep building. Come sell out Thursday night. I want to see every single person. I don't care if you want to meet me. I want to meet you. Absolutely. If you don't want to meet me, you know what? I want to meet you and hear why. <laughs> roast me. Why, Come to the game. And why roast the hell me. do you want to meet that guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But thank you. This has been a long time coming, and I realize it's just one win. But that's how we build. That's a first step to get back. Is winning that ugly game. Maybe we should have won by two scores. It's a game we would have lost years past. That's a first step. This next game. 
another step and another step, and then bam, we're back in the playoffs. We're all celebrating. We're all happy. We're on Twitter, hugging, air high five, whatever, Instagram, blah, 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 seeing each other in public, going to bars, celebrating the Super Bowl parade one day. Yeah, baby. Exactly. Now, one thing real quick. We got to tell everybody to go to Twitter because you got to vote for uh, Joe Mixon. I didn't get that out there yet. Because yes. I, I, I retweeted it. I know you retweeted Go yep. Go find it on either Caps or mine and get, get him to be the, the graphetic ground player of the week. So we definitely want to get get behind him and uh, get him uh, that honor. So, who, Cap, as always, Hooday, thanks for coming on the show. And, dude, I can't Hooday. wait for two weeks. See you, brother. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy which I can tell you guys are can enjoy. You guys are blowing up the chat here. And all, let me get the doggy here. Doggy's been asking me about the Bearcats real quick. So I don't want to I don't want to not respond to you, doggy. But yes, the, well, the Bearcats did they give me a a scare. Not really. I mean, I was more irritated <laughs> the way they started the game. Um, and I kind of said this at the beginning of the show. Um, I don't think Miami helped because it looked like Miami was there just for a paycheck last week and really didn't try. So Murray State actually tried and I think it was uh it was uh it was interesting. I, I no I wasn't worried. I really wasn't. Um it was still fun to be there. So I just want to give the shout out to uh to uh there you go pardon the punctuation. Shout out to to Doggy because he's still one of the Georgia boys that still uh comment on the show. And I cannot wait next weekend UC will be going to Indiana. It is a big game. And like I said before, we need to win this. We got to win the Indiana game. We got to win the Notre Dame game. And again, like I said at the beginning of the show, for any of you who think that Notre Dame not being undefeated, no matter what they're, who they played or how close they came to losing, if Notre Dame is undefeated and we go in there and we beat them, that's a huge statement. Absolutely huge. So who, whoever is out there going, oh, it doesn't matter if Notre Dame loses, we're not getting in anyway. It matters. And I, I'm not even saying it, it doesn't – it matters for the Final Four, but it also matters for the bowl game, whatever bowl game we're going to be in. So it matters. So we want Notre Dame undefeated. We're going to the Bloomington next week and hopefully kick the crap out of the Hoosiers. But, again, it's going to be a very, very special game, a very – Fun game. I wish I was going. Uh, pardon me, punctuation. What do you got? Uh, your 100th episode is tomorrow night. There you go. You'll be giving away two LFG shirts and Liam and Castellano shirts. There you go. Go check out their, their show tomorrow. Um, I honestly have no idea how many shows I've done because <laughs> I do it every day. So uh, for two and a half years. So I think I, I think I'm actually past 100, but I just do it more. <laughs> I do more shows than they do. And yes, we will beat Notre Dame. I agree with you guys. I can't wait. Tommy, uh, let's see here. Notre Dame is overrated. Bearcats can easily beat them if the Irish are undefeated. UC will be will get a big push and a win. Well, let's get – let's not – we got to worry about Indiana right now. Doggy, there you go. Let's worry about Indiana right now. That's the next one. We got to go there and beat them. And, look, Indiana, they're, they're no joke. They're a good football team. So, it ain't going to be easy to go and beat them. But I am willing – to find out if that's going to happen. And God, I wish I had tickets to go. That would be awesome. So let me get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And I appreciate every single one of you guys as usual. Um, well, I'm doing exclusively in Hootay Nation. I'm sure it got shared around, but I'm still going to give out the uh, other groups that let me live stream. Um, like I said, it's Hootay Nation. Great Bengals group. Josh and 
Josh and the boys did do a great job. Go check them out. Bengals Nation, Mike Kyle group, go check out him. Uh, Hootay Legion, Jeffrey, that's his group. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, The Jungle. Sorry, I don't know who that group is. Uh, I know who the group is. I just don't know who the admin is off the top of my head. So, sorry. Um, Cincinnati Reds, riding third, heading for home. Bearcat Country, which like I said, Bearcats are playing Saturday, playing good. Probably going to be 3-0 when they come back. And they got the Ohio State Bucknuts, where I know my boy Jeremy dimebag these nuts is a little bit upset. He's a little frustrated. <laughs> you also go check out the Ice Bar, which is my show page. And go up there, build up to the bar, talk to sports, have some fun. And then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. You can find all of them under sports with Strawberry Ice. I'll be pulling a sound off later on tonight. So if you guys can't sit and watch me for me and Cap for, well, an hour and 10 minutes now, uh, you can listen to it. So if you're at work tomorrow, download it, rate it, like it, review it. Uh, give me a five-star review. I would love love that. It's on uh, BeanPod, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Megaphone. I don't know. Wherever you get your podcast, it's pretty much there. It's not on iHeart yet. I like to get on iHeart. It's not there yet. Uh, YouTubers, like I said, I'm at the 1,360 subscribers. That is awesome. Like I, I always say, if it wasn't for the very first subscriber, I would not be able to continue to do this, and this is an absolute blast. I love doing it. And like I said, shout out to everybody who came up and said hi to me at the Bengals game Sunday. It was awesome. And let's do it again in two weeks. And uh, let's see. I got to get this stuff set up first for talking too much and get everything messed up. But remember what Joe Burrow said. I thought he was dropping everything. <laughs> Which he wasn't. And as my boy, Jeremy, dime bag, these nuts always says, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. Who day? Brian Pillman's got this to say. The streets of Cincinnati, welcome to the jungle. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!
ready, we gon' rise and up. In the jungle, we unite and up. Drippin' orange and black and white. Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up.